Hey, what's up, fam? Are you feeling like you have no luck sticking to your budget? Well, it might be these four things. Today, we're going to talk about four important reasons why your budget isn't successful as you thought it would be. Hey, this is your boy, Gary B. Hey, I'm hitting you up from Fort Myers, Florida. I'm down here helping out with the hurricane you know, recovery. So I want all my people who's in there listening to my voice, like you always do every weekend. Hey, sit back, chill out. Today is October, what, 9th? Hey, we're going to make this thing happen. So get you something to drink, get you something to snack on, sit back, and let's talk about these four reasons why you might not be sticking to your budget. This is your boy, Gary B. I'll be right back in a minute. Peace. Welcome back to another episode of Mentally Financial Fam. Thank you for tuning in. It's your boy, Gary B. Hey, like I said, we're going to talk about four important reasons why your budget isn't as successful as you thought it should be. Now, I'm not going to say everybody's going to probably fall into these four things, but a lot of us do, okay? So if you're one of the people that fall into this category, let's try to work on these things, all right? I understand that, like I said, sticking to a budget can be hard because, like I said, it was hard for me when I first started doing it. But it can be done. And I'm telling you, if y'all are trying to buy a house, if y'all are trying to buy a car, if y'all are trying to take a vacation or do something for yourself or just better your finances, you can do it. You have to learn how to stick to that budget, put that money in the right place, and these things will start working out for you, okay? Now, so with all that to be said, you also got to look at budgeting this way. All budgets are not the same. They don't work for everybody. You see what I'm saying? So just because you might put a budget together for you, you can't give it to your brother, can't give it to your sister, your best friend. It don't work like that. Or they can't give you a budget that works for you. We all make different amount of money. We all get paid differently. We all spend money differently. So you have to look at the budget that is good for you. Okay. But don't get discouraged because like I said, we all fall short sometimes, but the more you keep doing it, just like a sports player or anybody else, the more you do something, it becomes muscle memory and you start doing it all the time. All right. So let's start with number one. Number one, your budget feels too restrictive. Well, a lot of people feel like, man, you putting all this pressure on me for this budget and I can't live life. I, all my money goes straight to this and all my money goes straight to that. So it makes you feel like, man, I don't have a life. You know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing. I can't make no money. I can't spend no money. That ain't what a budget is for. A budget is to keep you on track with your future goals, your present goals and your future goals. As a matter of fact, when you say it like that, we're just talking about that little extra money that you might spend sometime that you shouldn't, you know? Um, you're going to always hear all of us who are in the finance game talk about the little miscellaneous things that we buy, the coffees, like, you know, the $10 coffees, um, the, you know, $10 lunches and, and just buying frivolous stuff that we really don't need sometimes. 
Those are the things that we're talking about, you know? So when you're working on this budget, you have to think about those things, okay? So a budget does not have to be restrictive. A, you know, a budget that is restrictive to you it's more about the spending things that you love to use. You know what I'm saying? That's what it really is. You start missing the things that you used to do. All right. But do this. Try to prioritize one or two of your favorite things to include into your budget. So it feels like you have more balance when it comes to your spending while you're creating more for your savings. You understand know what I'm saying? So don't put yourself too much into a box. Still choose one or two things. Put money to that and keep living life, okay? And you don't have to stop living life because we're trying to get you back on track or get you on a good track. Some of us ain't off track. We just have to get on a better track. All right, number two, this could be a reason. Your income varies from month to month. All right, mine stays the same every month, every year until I get a raise every year. You see what I'm saying? But even when I get my raises, I still incorporate the little raise I get into my budget. You know what I'm saying? But that's the difference between all of us. That's what I'm saying. Your best friend might make the same amount of money every week, every month. You might not do that. You might only make a certain amount of money this week, a certain amount of money next week, or once a month or however your money come in. So you cannot do the traditional type of budgeting, okay? So think about yours a little different. If you made this amount of money this week and then you sit back and say, well, dang, I can't put as much into this and this and this as I did last week, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? You only still taking a portion of what you're making and putting it into all of these different pots. That's all you're doing. You're not really changing anything. You know what I'm saying? You might make more money one week, you might make less money one week or month or whatever. Still do the same tradition, you know, still do the same traditional budgeting idea. Just put the money where you can, when you can. That's all it's all about, all right? So, so don't think about it like, man, I put a hundred dollars this money to this and three hundred dollars into money. No, it might not be that way for you all the time. So you can't do it that way. So Never look at it that way, okay? But just remember, things like emergency funds are especially important for those who have inconsistent incomes. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about it. That person who does have that, you know, that inconsistent income, believe me, emergency fund is definitely made for them, okay? Or that rainy day fund or whichever one you would like to use to get you over that hump. That's why things like that are very important, y'all. All right. Number three, you're creating a budget based off of ideals like spending plans instead of a realisticness or a real actual, you know, budget. So you're saying to yourself, okay, this is my goal. This is what I want. This is how I want to do it. But sometimes that might not be realistic. You might say, well, I want to do this in three months. I want to do this in six months. I want to do this in 10 months or whatever it might be. It might not be realistic for your financial situation. So you have to come at it a little different, okay? By creating a budget that is 100% a 
realistic, okay? Now, we still fall short sometimes. So don't let those things, you know, get you. Creating a budget with the, um, you know, the ideal expectations of like, uh, I'm going to put $50 here every month. Like, you know, like I just said a few minutes ago, or $80 over here or $60 over there. Yes, we might want to do that all the time. We might want to do that every single time, but it don't work like that all the time, y'all. It really doesn't, okay? So being that it doesn't work like that, you sit back, take a breath, and say, okay, I'm not going to, you know, lie to myself no more. I'm not going to try to put too much pressure on myself. Remember, this is what this is all about. Getting that financial stress off you, not putting the financial stress on you. A budget is there to relieve the stress that you have, not cause more stress. See what I'm saying? So if that's the case, by adding $25 or $35 to your budget for eating out might be more realistic or taking $25 or $35 away might be more realistic for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that restrictiveness. We don't want you to feel restricted. We don't want you to stop living because, yes, it will stress you out. And that's our whole purpose of this, to get you out of the stress, okay? Um you can apply many different things, you know, when it comes to your expenses. You know, um, maybe you can imagine not spending more than $10 per week on coffee a week instead of a day. You know, um, you can think about things like, hey, I can go buy my favorite coffee and make it for myself. Or my favorite sandwiches or my favorite hot dogs, sausages, whatever it might be. You know, my favorite clothes, shirt, whatever. Make it realistic, and I think it will work out for you, okay? Now, remember now, y'all, these are just my opinions, and these are things that I do. So, like I said, it's just tips. You don't have to use them, but I believe if you do use them, they will work out the best you would ever see. Believe me, if you listen to a lot of the things that I tell you, they will work out fine, and you will start seeing your money start working for you. You really will. All right, number four, you're using a budget method that doesn't work for you. It's similar to number three, but it's a little different. Like I said, you're doing something that is really not meant for you to do. You know, um, you have, because all budgets are not one size fit all. You have to find that perfect budget that fits you, that's going to do things for you. And remember, a budget is nothing more than tracking where your money goes. That's all you're doing. You're tracking where your money goes. That's why we talk about that 50, 30, 20 budget. You know what I'm saying? And just to reiterate that again, remember, 50% of your paycheck goes towards essentials like food and rent. 30% goes towards discretionary expenses like dining out with your friends and shopping. And the remaining 20% goes towards savings like buying a house or investing and things of that nature. Okay. That's all that is. No more, no less. That's all that is, ladies and gentlemen, for real, you know. Um, <clears throat> but if you have to do different things with that 50, 30, 20, it's your budget. Do what you feel you have to do, you know? 
If if you move it around or put this over here and put that over there, that's your call. Put the 50% on the house or the say or the investment, whatever is your budget, y'all. Now, there is another budget method out there that might be, you know, really strenuous if you ain't ready. And that is called the zero base budget. The zero base budget is something like it's slightly, how should I say, um, stricter approach when it comes to your money. This method ensures that you create a spending plan for every single dollar that you make. Okay. See, a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people can't allot every single dollar to everything they spend. I do because I know the things that I like to buy. You know what I'm saying? And I know the things that I'm paying for. So I try to allot a dollar for dollar for dollar, but everybody can't do that. Okay. If you do not believe that you can do that, then that budget ain't for you. Okay. Um, so sit back, regroup, look at all your finances again, look at all the money you bringing in, look at all your bills and try to figure out which budget works best for you. A zero base budget, the 50, 30, 20 budget or whatever spending plan or budget that you come up with that works for you. And if you come up with one that's different than what we talked about, please send me a link. Please talk about it. You know what I'm saying? You have automated type of budgeting things online. I'm a paper man myself. I like to use mine where I can write it and see it because it's a lot better than me punching the numbers into a machine, you know, into the calculator, onto the, you know, on the, all these apps on the phone, which is cool if that's what you use. A lot of people like automation in that sense. So if that's what you like to do, put it into those systems. See if those things work for you. But me personally, I like to write stuff down. I like to keep journals. You know what I'm saying? Keep my mind working for me. Because anytime that app online goes crazy or do something wrong, hey, it can't compare to you writing something. You know what I'm saying? Yes, can you make a mistake writing? Yes, you can. But at the same time, writing is a lot better because you can account for it a lot better, okay? So with all that being said, the four things, like I said, that we talked about, you need to take in consideration. One, your budget might be feeling too restrictive. Two, your income varies month to month. Three, you're creating a budget based off of ideal spending plans instead of what is realistic, okay? Um, and then number four, you're using a budget method that doesn't work for you. So those are the four things that we talked about in this episode. So Hey, think about those things, <clears throat> try to make them work for you. And hey, let me know what's going on with you. Let me know what's working best for you. All right. So with that being said, hey, think about everything I said. And you know me. Hey, this is Gary B. I'm always do the research for you. You just need to follow. You know me. I'll holler at you in the next episode. Peace. Thank you for checking out another episode of Mentally Financial. Hey, you got to come back every Sunday at 12 o'clock in the afternoon because I'm going to keep you bumping with these tips to help you deal with financial stress. Follow me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Hey, I'm out there, y'all. You just need to follow me because, hey, 
I'm giving you that good advice. I love you. Until next Sunday. Peace.